0: Canto! Hello, Canto! Bonjour!
1: Episode 4 of Hello, Canto, I'm your host,
0: SBJ, Greg with me today. I am also your host, it's just Greg, I, I could use my initials, but that's like yeah. what I want to do. That's a long
1: story why I use my initials, but anyways, uh, this is not a normal episode of It's Super Effective, you probably figured that out, also if you started here... On episode four, and not episode one. You're probably like, "What is this? Why is this in my podcast feed?" Just uh, clear up. This is my and gr- mine, Greg's and Greg and me, Greg, Greg and I's journey through one of those. Let's <laughs> grammar. Let's get welcome to the Grammar Podcast. Grammarcast. Uh, let's go Pikachu and let's go Evie. When we last uh, left off was Lieutenant Surge and uh, seeing Misty after Lieutenant Surge. Yep. And she tells us we should check out the Diglett Cave. So that's where we'll be starting. Just a rough outline because this is where you can kind of miss things, I suppose, or skip things. And when you get around Saffron, you can get a little weird. So, rough outline we're doing Diglett Cave, Rock Tunnel, the first part of Lavender Tower, and then Celadon, ending with Erica. And just to avoid any confusion, because technically you can do. Well, there's the Sylph Co tower after that, but we're not touching that this episode. But for gym leader purposes, we're doing Koga before Sabrina, which I believe is the correct order.
0: Yeah, it's real tough. Um, Also, we're not doing the Game Corner in this one. We'll do Game Corner after Erica, then probably go to Koga, then go to Sabrina.
1: Yeah, so it's like Game Corner. And then, so the next episode will be Game Corner and then the rest of Lavender. And maybe self tower. I'm not sure. It's a, it's weird. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play by ears, your, your ears, both ears. We'll play by both of your ears, what that, that will look like. We'll just give you an outline, but this will be Diglett Cave to Erica before we get into things. (laughs) I know there's a lot. I want to say that I'm 25, 26 hours into Let's Go. And, uh, I have four badges, and this time last year during Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, look, I've played Kanto a bunch of times, leaf green, Mm -hmm. red, blue, yellow, done it all. Uh, I did not think after 26 hours I would only be halfway through. It took me 19 hours um, to get through Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, which everyone complains about the cutscenes and how the first island takes so long. I don't think I'm really taking my time. I am trying to catch all the Pokemon on the roots, which, you know, can can add up. But um, for a game I've played a bunch of times, I guess, in the past, it's... There's a lot of game. There's a lot of game here. And there's that, a lot
0: of game in this game. I am probably at 20 hours.
1: Oh, you're at 20? Okay, I was just yeah, going to say like that. that was my initial not worry, but I figured, oh, I've been through Kanto. It'll be, you know, quick 20 hours to get through it, and then, you know, Shiny Hunt, Dex completion. But, man, there is... A lot of game here.
0: There's a lot of game. It's very good. Okay, so couple things right now. So I left Joy-Con. I'm in, but oh yeah, the the Joy-Con. I don't think I. I don't think the left Joy-Con is better than the Pokeball. I think they're very similar. So I prefer to use the Pokeball at this point. But I do think left Joy-Con is the correct Joy-Con to be using.
1: Did you try the right one?
0: Yeah, and left one sounds better. Less ones, left one's better, although I don't think the left one is better than the ball. Okay, I think left and the ball are very close in 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 my motion controlling.
1: I, I 've I've stuck with the ball. I've liked it. It's weird because we record some of the, like multiple some of these the same night, so like things can change. I feel like there's like a lot of house cleaning since then.:
0: <laughs>
1: I think I have gotten a lot better at the ball since throwing the ball. And I think the thing I was doing wrong was I was physically trying to throw the ball left or right to curve it. And I think the actual technique is you continue throwing it straight, but while you're throwing it, you twist the ball in your hand left or right. So you're still Uh, going straight, but you're twisting the ball either left or right. And that, so far, I I just kind of discovered it today, that seems to be significantly more accurate, and it is okay. immensely enjoyed. So again, you're always throwing the ball straight, even if you're curving. It's just you're twisting your
0: hand. All right, I'll have to try that. Yeah, I'll see how that works out, and if it's wrong, I'll yell at you.
1: Okay, good. Now that the ball conversation is out of the way, let's get the shiny conversation out of the way. The other night, so we we talked about how the data miner said that it was one out of well, it was thirty one. Joe said it was out of 111, and stuff didn't increase until 70. Blah blah blah. It seems like Joe and the data miner data miners talked, ran the numbers again. It looks like 31 of whatever Pokemon will increase your shiny odds to about one in 357. I think Three fi- I'll just say 350 ish. So you do a chain of 31 in Viridian Forest, you got a one in 350 chance of finding a shiny. You have the shiny charm, it brings it down to about 1 in 280-ish. I'm doing ish if you really want the hardcore numbers, I posted them on Twitter. And then if you activate a lure with either shiny or non-shiny charm, that adds a plus 1 to your roll. And so with the shiny charm and with the lure, with a chain of 31, you have a 1 in 273 chance of getting... A shiny, which is exactly the same that the shiny charm is with a 31 chain in SOS, oddly enough. Hmm. And an SOS is a 31 chain. Now, the question is, well, uh, uh, we see a lot of people going like, oh, I got a shiny, uh, I was chaining shiny Caterpie and I got a shiny Pidgey instead. I got a full lot shiny Pidgey while chaining for Caterpie. I'm pretty sure, again, nothing's very, big asterisk on this, just want I'll make sure, you know, this game's only been out for like three days now. The other thing to keep in mind is think about it like SOS, right? If you're shiny hunting Corsola, the Marini can equally be as shiny as the Corsola, even though you're mostly killing Corsola. Now that being said, obviously Marini is like a little bit rarer to actually spawn, but that doesn't mean that Marini has higher shiny odds, right? Marini still has that 123, one, 1 in 273 applied to it, just like the Corsola. The difference is, you know, ninety percent versus ten percent. So I believe this is the same in Let's Go, where you could be chaining Caterpie, but you're giving those shiny odds to everything you're seeing. So keep that in mind. And now that we're done with the shiny talk, yeah. Tell, tell me about there's the, a lot of shiny talk. Tell me about the Diglett Cave.
0: All right, Diglett Cave, which I'm now referring to in my game as Leveling Cave, because it's so easy to get a chain going, because it's pretty much all Diglett.
1: What was that? What's the rare Pokemon there after like a
0: Chansey? So I got a Chansey. Oh, got it. But it was really good to level in there because I was just like, oh, I there's just Diglett in here. And so the ch- I don't have to worry about like dodging things. I just keep hitting Diglets and leveling up. So I did a little catch up level. Not enough, but I did some. So Diglett t- Cave seemed longer than normal. I felt like I was in there for a really long time, but. A lot of that was me chaining, but it, there's nothing really interesting or new in there. Just there's Diglett and Doug Trio, and then Chansey. Okay, and then you get out, and then I met my uh, Professor Oak's aide, who once again wanted to teach me how to spring forth my inner light, but taught it to Evie instead. The uh, light up. Yeah, the light up ability. Um, there's nothing really too
1: interesting over there.
0: Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, I have a question for you. Sure. After you learn how to light up, and then the rival shows up, and offers you a teleportation, mm-hmm. how did you feel about that?
1: I like it. This is the second or oh, third you time hypocrite they, they've offered that kind of stuff?
0: This is what they did in Oris, and you were complaining about it, you hypocrite. Same thing. Yeah. He, calling you out.
1: Yeah, but there's, like, nothing over there at that point. Like, when is, she offers I, to teleport you back to the... So the the thing that upset me is when May teleports you back to what's it called? Uh, Your dad's gym, Norman's gym. Yeah. It takes so long to get to point A from point B from that situation of like being at the bottom of that volcano back over and like this, the, the frustrating thing with like Omega Ruby and even original Ruby and Sapphire, which I both, I played all three of those. I played three of those games this year is that that to go north. You have to have rock smash, no matter what. Every single time those rocks grow back, and that's super frustrating. Once you clear that path from rock smash, those rocks should be permanently gone, just like they're kind of gone in the cave between.
0: I'm feeling that way with cut right now. He takes you to to cerulean, but there were there's a leaf stone a number of things that, quite frankly, my rival was blocking, and I, he was like making me super feel, feel super guilty about saying no. So I said yes. Besides, I had to catch my five Meowth, but I had to then go around and down through the tunnel, back through Diglett Cave to get there so I could pick up the Leaf Stone and a couple of other things. And then I had to go all the way back through Diglett's Tunnel, back up and around to get back to where I left off. Now, I wanted to do it because I skipped around 11 the first time. I didn't get my five Meowth, which I did do, and I got my Arcanine, and I'll talk about how brilliant that is in a moment. Um, I also didn't go and look at all of the bikes in the Bike Maniac shop, because I missed the one that's on the wall, oh, so I didn't yeah. get my five heart scales, so I just got those. Okay. Went up and caught my five, went down, talked to the lady, she's like, here's your Arcanine. And she's like, you can ride it. And I'm like, okay, well, how do you do that? There's not an option. Well, I figured it out. It's the one that you have out, and since it's the one out, you just hop on its back. Yes. And it is the best part of that
1: game it's really uh, well i mean you know what's better than riding on arcanine what riding on persian
0: uh, <laughs> can you do, you do you know if you can ride on nine tails cuz that's can't, the you can you can i tried okay. um it's Ooh.
1: it's uh, it, it's actually its body's a little smaller than persian and i would say persian's one of the smaller
0: ones to ride
1: on uh, persian's like in this game persian is like the size of a jaguar like like a cheat, yeah, like yeah. it's a big cat um, it's a big cat uh, and it's very quick
0: so but yeah that I so I was running around on my arcanine for a long time just cuz it was so fun and it just looks good like I'm on the majestic fire dog yes uh, i did do route 11 so uh the coach trainer will has a very very strong Rattata. i'm like oh
1: okay yeah it's very bulky it is what is this it is a strong boy
0: and then route 11 is full of horrors drowsy mr mime uh, he, uh, Mr. Mime walking in the overworld is a solid nope from oh, me it's a, it's... every time I saw it I was freaked out and then drowsy with his little twirling fingers I'm like no this is this whole route is nope
1: drowsy looks no. like the like he walks exactly how I would imagine people who are bar hopping would walk
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard Hypno is a real creeper too oh, so I have not get seen, a Hypno I haven't seen Hypno But Uh, I did go over to in between route place and went upstairs and got my judging capability for my box, which is really nice. It's
1: it's unreal to me that they gave you have to beat all of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. You have to hatch twenty eggs. You got to beat red or blue, and then you get the judge. In this game, it's catch thirty unique Pokemon, get a three badges. Here's the judge. Have fun.
0: Yeah, here you go. Just look. Um. The uh, the what so. One thing I discovered is all the gifted, the Bulbasaur, the Charmander, and the Squirtle were all very, very good, much better than the ones I caught. Mm. So I switched to them.
1: Yeah, I heard most of the. So I when I bought the Magikarp, I checked that it had like two, I think two perfect stats. I want to say. Yeah. Um. I heard all the trade Pokemon have pretty decent stats. Um. Which doesn't surprise me. I guess.
0: Mm. Yeah, that, that's they're all really good stats. So, I did that, and then I went went up and then decided to, to move over to Rock Tunnel.
1: Okay, uh, we, we talked about this a lot, and I wanted to bring this up. Uh, we talked about there was such a good balance between trainers yes. and then catching. The route to the Rock Tunnel, the Rock Tunnel, and then the four people after the Rock Tunnel before Lavender Town is awful.
0: It just... Well, so I was fine... Getting to the Pokemon Center, and then we can talk about the Team Rocket event a little bit in a minute that happened before you get into Rock Tunnel. So I was fine fighting those trainers because I knew that the grass was very optional. That I would just fight the trainers, and then I'd get to that Pokemon Center, and then I could go and do the grass and get my Krabby and whatever. Mm -hmm. So that didn't feel bad. And then there was the fun event where uh, you get surrounded by Team Rocket members who are threatening to kill you. (laughs) Yeah, and, uh... <laughs> then Lapras Lady shows up. I'm like, oh! lead Lore, Lore, Lady Lore, oh, Lore, I, Lorelei. The, yeah, she is there. Which, it's a great little scene. You know, it's a fun little, hey, these people do exist in the world, and they wander around and mm-hmm. help kids who are about to be Jumps. beaten up by four. Team Rocket members.
1: Not to, to like, get super ahead, but I I do think that, like, yeah, there is grass patches, right? Like, you do get Krabby there, and Krabby is, you know, top top three walking animations by far, I believe. Um, But, like, that whole route of trainers and the ledges and stuff, and then all of Rock Tunnel, where there's definitely more trainers in Rock Tunnel than, you know, past, and we've talked about how there are more trainers, and then the four trainers afterwards, and then...
0: Rock Tunnel was a trial. I...
1: Ideally, uh, and again, I'm getting a little bit ahead, ideally you're supposed to go to Lavender Tower, there's a bunch of trainers there, and then they, after that, you get kicked out, and then they tell you to go to Celadon, and there's a bunch of trainers there, and I don't feel like there is good enough grass and unique enough Pokemon to make, I don't know, because, like, the, the exciting thing, like, outside of Lavender Town is, like, full picks and Abra, but we've seen those before, and then yeah. like the like the only really one that was exciting was Crabby because I think the the, the I can't remember what route that is to the Rock Tunnel, but there's just Nidoran and Nidorino there, and that's fine. But we've seen those yeah. before.
0: So Rock Tunnel, Rock Tunnel had Cubone and Kangaskhan in it, which and Rhydon and Graveler. And, yeah. So there's a wide variety there, and they're fairly easy to avoid. But that tunnel is. V- very long and very full of trainers. The only thing that I thought was made it more interesting is the kind of weird Slowpoke dressed up trainers. Oh, the
1: Slowpoke guys. Yeah.
0: The Slowpoke guys all had very surprising Pokemon. I never, the only thing that kept me sort of interested in the trainer battles is unlike hikers who you always knew had rocks or scientists who you always knew were going to have a magneton or a Magnemite, I never knew what I was going to, what was going to come out when I was approaching one of them. And so I was like, I don't know how to prepare for this. Yeah, uh, So that made it interesting. Um, finding Cubone and Kangaskhan made it interesting. There was a wide variety. It's just that that tunnel
1: There's also is a Charmander in there. so
0: long. Yeah, and I re- found one Charmander and it ran for me, but I was like, whatever. I have two. But it just, it's like, I think the longest cave sequence Uh, without a break
1: yeah there's i don't think there's anyone that heals you if there is i i didn't find them missed it it's it's a long cave and you know mount moon i spent three plus hours in. i even spent another hour after the fact to like see if i can find another moonstone
0: yeah i have to go find moonstones in there
1: and i want to i will i will argue that uh mount moon i think has the right amount of trainers and the right amount of pokemon um to make it feel like that cave is not painful i mean it is funny to like run from zubat and you know try to dodge them and everything but they give you they do give you a lot of different pokemon like we didn't mention that machop is also machop and Onyx yeah, are also machop in, there. Is
0: in there yeah
1: but it, it was hard to be it was hard for it to be fun because i was just like oh my like there's like do i escape rope like i need more I pokeballs and there's no store over there for
0: pokeballs there's that guy in the cave that's like looks like you're doing fine but if you run out let me know And that's nice, but... uh, So, yeah, I sort of had to decide, because I went in and then they escaped drop out, and so I decided that I'm not catching my first trip in, and I'm just going to battle my way through and avoid everything else, get out, and then go back in to find what I specifically wanted, because it was beginning to feel very grindy, more so than anywhere else. And I think the problem is, is because it mixed both and it was so long.
1: Maybe, and maybe, you know, honestly, maybe they were going for that feel because it did,
0: yeah, it did make it's me a trial. feel
1: like the first time I played it when I was like 10 and I was like, oh, like this is hard and, and it's very long and it's very confusing. And I would I would say it was confusing this time because I kind of know my way through it, but I was just like, I want this to be done.
0: Yeah. I was like, I was hurting getting out of there and then you get out and you get to Lavender Tower
1: we don't have to spend too much time on Leverage Tower, because no. next episode we will, but um, they, they do, do a really good job setting up the Cubone scene.
0: Yeah, they do that. Um, you get a new outfit, which is super cute.
1: Yes. Uh, and then the really cool thing is that you cannot identify the ghost, which- And they chase you. Still don't make sense to me, because when a trainer sends out Ghastly, you can see it fine. Yeah. But the cool thing is if the ghost touches you, it takes you back to floor one, which is a really- interesting mechanic and it
0: honestly I didn't finish the first part of tower like I know there's trainers waiting for me in there but I kept I kept getting caught and I'm like alright I'm done
1: yeah I'm it's, out it's so you can only go so far before you see the giant ghost which prevents you from passing and uh, at that point I think Jesse and James tell you that they're headed to Celadon so that's... yeah they
0: kidnap a bone and take mm-hmm. it to the boss and Celadon and the guy's like I just saw something alarming
1: it's such a cool mechanic for something you've redone. And it's, yeah. it's I, I hate using, everything about this game is refreshing, but it's so refreshing to be like, whoa, this can kick me out and it makes it more of a puzzle. Yeah, And a lot of Pokemon games are the same puzzle over and over. The ice puzzles in gyms, uh, the twirly puzzles that we're going to get to in the game corner. We've seen the same puzzles over and over for the last 20 years. And this, while it wasn't like, breaking it any bounds it was, yeah
0: it wasn't like super new it but it was a it was a a nice addition like it was just like oh okay i have to be really careful with these things that chase me they're actually chasing me and if i'm gonna go pick up that item in the corner i'm probably going to get cornered and then be kicked out so i might not do that
1: but you we get kicked out there so we'll definitely touch on live
0: or town when we have to go back um
1: Pat the celadon. Anything fan- standing out to you there?
0: No, but I'm I I I'm, I, I can bring up my controversial topic. <laughs> sure. I love the art style and everything, but what I'm beginning what's beginning to sort of bother me is the lack of people of color as NPCs. Everybody looks the same, and they all have pretty much the same skin tone, and there's no variation in that even though you can choose it for yourself and your parent is sort of racially ambiguous, pretty much everybody else is the same skin color in every town. The only difference, because I was really starting to notice it in Tunnel, because there were a lot of trainers, and then I noticed it on the route to Celadon, I'm like, all of these people start looking the same. There is just a huge lack of diversity (laughs) amongst these people, and I think If you're going to give the player character that option, like, I already feel like I am the only person that exists in Kanto with blonde hair. I can't imagine a person who changed their skin color to the darker tone to match themselves, literally walking in a world where they are the only person in Kanto that has that skin color. And it's, at this point in the game, I was really hoping to run into, there's a lot of NPCs at this point. And I'm, I'm just not seeing it. And I really wish they would have used the skin tones that the player gets more liberally throughout the game to make it feel like a more diverse world. Especially on, like the SSN, which I thought would have been the perfect time to introduce people because there's world travelers. They're from all over the world. Everybody in there really looked the same. While it's still a great cute art style, I'm having. Disappointed feelings that I'm not seeing more variety in how my NPCs look.
1: We started off this series with like, oh, it's cool that a uh, mixed mom is kicking off this story.
0: And the only time that it's come up that anybody who looks slightly more, you know, Latin, Latin at all, are the Evie Trainer guy who's got the whip and the lollipop, which is like, dude, uh, the circus dude. Yeah, the circus dude has a darker skin tone, um, which is a little problematic because it's kind of playing off of gypsy tropes, but I'm not going to really delve deep into there because it's I'm not going there. But like that's the first time I we went, okay, you're like the only person that's approaching slightly darker shade of skin tone and mm. I'm still not seeing that character option in the world. And then when I went to Erica's gym, they're all white ladies playing with flowers.
1: I thought some of the picnicker, picnickers were darker.
0: I mean, if they are, I and mean, people can correct me, because I, in the second half of the game, I've started to try to really focus on it to see, you know, am I just not noticing? Is it just not there? So if people yeah. are seeing it, feel free to at me. Don't at me saying it's just a game, because, look, as a gay person, there are no gay people in the Pokemon world, apparently, <laughs> although we might want to talk about what's happening with the girls in the flower shop who want to smell all your Pokemon. Like, I mean... Lady, There's
1: there's no Seve Islands to give Bill some justice, no. but Seve yeah. Islands and Bill, that goes yeah. places.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does. I think it feels a little alienating. Like If I picked that darker skin tone, I would feel like I don't belong in that world because there's just no other people. And it's not like Pokemon doesn't have people of color. Like Lenore, who is probably the only gym leader, who has a darker skin tone, mm-hmm. but they have in Canada and have these people exist. I just wish Iris, Iris. I mean, there's a there's, an, there's a there's not a ton of them, but there are some. And I wish in a game made in 2018, where they were changing the art style, they where they gave you the option as a player character to to be more diverse, that that was also reflected in the NPCs, just so that it doesn't feel so lonely.
1: It started with black and white, where we were like, oh, first black character, oh, it's the dancer dude in, in Castell... Castell... Yeah. Yeah. The, the big city. Um,
0: yeah, I'm trying to pay attention more, and also, people, if you're going to at me saying that it's based on Japan, and that Japan isn't that racially diverse, A, based on B, fantasy world C. <laughs> they can do what they want, and they should really reflect all audiences, is, including... People in America, so save those ads. But mixed, mixed mom was a good start. Mixed mom was a good start, and I really hope that there's more. And if people are seeing it, and I've missed it, please tweet about them. I would really like also if you see things that you like, like take try to take screenshots of those things so that like it gets some social media. Like these are good representations. Please do more of this because I'm feeling sort of like it's in my brain now that that, that it's just not that diverse. Yeah. Also, I got a Porygon on Route 7, so we'll bring it back to All it.
1: right, Porygon on Route 7. Uh, <laughs> Celadon is great. Uh, we're yes. going to skip the game corner for now. We'll talk about that next episode. That's a big yeah. part of Celadon. Shopping wasn't too special. Uh, there is a like, there is a floor that I just want to point out that is like a huge advertisement for Pokemon Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Uh, which is great, but also frustrating because quest, I feel like was a hit and uh, people wanted Gen 2 and they're not. I don't know if they're going to ever do it. Doesn't seem like it, but never say never. Quest is good. Uh, Erica's gym was the first gym out of all of them. I don't know. I kind of give Brock a pass and I kind of give Misty a pass because they're their intro. But Erica's gym is a is is a sign that the gym system sucks. And I heard it for two years of playing Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon of like, Ugh, I can't wait till they bring back gyms. I l- walked through that entire gym with an under level nine tails. And I flamethrowered every single Pokemon and one shot at it, including Erica. Never left. N- n- never needed to use an elixir. Never needed to use a potion.
0: I did not have it that easy. It just... I mean I like Bulb are everywhere. Who only had, I, who, I had Charmander who only had Ember and I have not gotten a better fire move. So I did struggle a little bit and uh Super Tangela who on mine was like I could put everything to sleep and I can mega drain anything to half health for just cuz it doesn't matter if you resist. I did find it a little bit more difficult but I also didn't have to switch off of my Charmander. Even with Ember, I'm it was a two-shot. Yeah, it was Charmeleon at that point. I, it was a two or three shot, and I did have to use potions because I was slightly underleveled because I didn't do a ton of catching. I did get Glitzy Glow on Evie, who my Evie at that point was the same level as her, as Erica's, and I did struggle a little bit. It It was not the struggle that Surge's was because I learned my lesson, like, okay, you need to spend time doing this. I think the problem with Erica's gym isn't that it's monotype. It's just that there were so many trainers in there. It looked beautiful. The maze was fun. So great, and it was a great, beautiful gym. But there were so many trainers. And the unfortunate thing about Kanto is there's only so many grass types.
1: Yeah, but when.
0: And when we when start you off have the
1: episode saying will tr- camper trainer yeah. coach wills rattata is a brick house like that so s- shouldn't have been a more and it wasn't like that was a super tough fight but it was very yeah. obvious that was a good rattata getting thrown yeah, it was at a us. really good rattata so it's clear think, they can but, make it a little more challenging
0: but for me there were parts that were more challenging i think like you had a much better fire move than i did and i didn't seek that out which would make the difference so i think uh, like, there's a couple of Tangela in there that were really worked me over. Like, they were they were tougher because I did not have a great fire move. And I think what would have been better for Erica's gym was to reduce the amount of trainers and make the ones they left tougher or more intelligent. Because as it is instead, they went with standard or slightly easier difficulty, but there were a million of them in there. Yeah, And I didn't feel that that was very effective. It didn't... It felt sort of exhausting towards the end. I'm like, I'm burning through them. I'm running low on PP, which means I would just have to run out and go, go to the gym. So the marathon of getting through wasn't, I think, as effective as they wanted because you can leave at any time. Now, if those doors sealed behind you and they're like, you're not getting out until you are defeated or defeat Erica, then that would have been a different thing. But as it was, having to quote-unquote, worry about my PP when it's not that much of a concern because I can leave it every time, made that feel less effective. I still liked the gym. I thought it was beautiful, but I think... The maze was fun. I think in, they should have lowered the amount of trainers and made them more difficult, which is what I hope they do for Koga's gym. hmm But I will agree that after the event that Surge was, Erica was not as fun.
1: The thing with Surge is not only were his Pokemon faster normally than yours, they just hit really hard, and I think it was noticeable. You would think that this is a remake of Yellow. You would think that you know Charizard being one of the most popular Pokemon, you would think that most players have a Charmeleon or Charizard by then, or Growlithe or Vulpix. There are options. There are definitely options. Plenty of options before you get there. It's just like maybe make her pokemon a little bulky they made that ratas super bulky
0: <laughs> yeah i mean the thing I know is her strategy like, is to
1: like put you to sleep or paralyze yeah. you i like i get that but when when Which, your pokemon are not bulky enough to even do that it's i, I think that's a, just a slight issue
0: i mean that was my problem my charmeleon was lower the only good fire move i had was ember because the way they've built let's go pikachu let's go eevee for charmeleon he they don't get good fire moves until much higher level I think it doesn't get like flamethrower until like the 40s so I was having issue with one they were moving faster than me two Tangela put me to sleep every time and I would sleep for five turns and I would put them to sleep and it'd be like I slept for a minute and now I'm up okay I'm ready to go and the Tangela was the bigger problem for me because that mega drain at least in my game always on every Pokemon I had, including my Eevee, took half my health every time. So for me, I was like, oof. Like this was this is how like maybe three of the trainers should have been in this gym. And I was below level. So the only one that I had that matched her max level was my Eevee. Everybody else was below level. Um and so I did struggle in there a little bit, but I agree that it was too long. There were too many trainers, and the trainers weren't interesting or challenging enough to warrant having. I think there's twelve of them in there. Yeah, there's maybe a lot. more. There's a lot, and it just felt like mm, this should have been better designed. Yeah, and and it just it felt like a dis- it felt a little disappointing after the memorable moment of surge. Um, but it's a beautiful gym, <laughs> and yeah, Eric is a good character. Yes. Like they added stuff to her character and made her a little bit more interesting. And I'm like, okay. Um, Brock, Brock gave you cookies and says that none of the women in there are interested in him. So that was cute. Womp womp rock. That was very cute. Um, also, there's no Evie at the top of the apartment building.
1: There's not. No. It was Play Rough. Play Rough. Uh, Play Rough was up there. I'm sure I'm sure we're forgetting some stuff, but we ran a little bit long. Yeah, a little long. Uh but that's okay. Uh I'm still having a blast.
0: Yeah, I still um, love the game. Um, I'm getting used to motion controls. Uh, I think the grind is beginning to show its head a little. Um, I'm hoping that goes away. Rock Tunnel was grindy. Erica's gym was grindy. So I'll see how Game Corner goes. I'm not um,
1: looking forward to Silph
0: And I'm not looking forward to the Silph apartment buildings. And just... <laughs> I'm hoping it's better. I Like, so many things they improved... Then I'm hoping they spent more time thinking about that. Erica's Gym and Rock Tunnel has taken my earlier polish of, of course they did, to now, oh, did they though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. There's there's, also- some, there's
1: some stuff coming up that is really awesome.
0: Yeah, there's going to be some stuff. I'm also worried about the mazeness when we get to Seafoam Islands and the Articuno stuff. I'm hoping that was also rethought a little bit. so. I'm still loving playing the game. I, I'm surprised at how many hours I have put into it. Um, but I think some of the cracks are beginning to show. So, All right. All righty. Well, that is our episode. Uh, this one is the Monday one, if
1: I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we'll be back, of course. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying Let's Go. And uh, if you have any feedback for us, you can find us on Slack or Twitter at white wing for greg at dragging a lake for me or just generalized if you can't remember at pokemon podcast is really easy to follow on twitter and i did tweet multiple things about shinies if you want to look more into that it's on twitter i know sometimes much as uh, i like joe from serebii sometimes his site is a little bit of a hassle to navigate so if you just want straight screenshots of those odds and comparing those to like sos they are actually pretty similar to sos odds um feel free to at pokemon podcast on twitter and just scroll down a little bit and you can find that sc- those screenshots very very easily or you know just hit the follow button i guess hit- smash that follow button on for oh, no you don't have to um, <laughs> i'm not, uh, not, not not yeah you are nope 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 nope, 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 nope yep. greg yes smell you later
0: smell you later <laughs>